You're listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number 116. In this episode, I'm doing on-air coaching with Romana Handler. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, up-level your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. In today's episode, I'm speaking with Romana, who is in my Samba program. She's a trained graphic designer and helps female entrepreneurs with branding and websites. Her challenge is perfectionism. She wastes a lot of time trying to make things perfect and this causes her to underestimate the time she needs for her projects and ultimately to earn less money. If you want to find your true passion and the right business idea, then go to sigrun.com forward slash 116 and sign up for the free video series. I'm so excited to be here with Romana Handler, who is in my Samba program and now actually joining Momentum 2018. And she's been brave enough to apply for an on-air coaching call. Thank you for being here, Romana. Hi, Sigrun. Thank you for having me. I'm so looking forward. <sighs> Very excited. So I saw your topic already, and this is a juicy one. But before we dive into it, tell us a little bit about your business. Okay. I'm an Austrian-based graphic designer. I have a degree in graphic design and currently work as a web designer for female online entrepreneurs. So I help them to create a consistent brand that stands out and they love. Oh, you have been practicing this very well. <laughs> Excellent presentation of your business. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so what is your current business challenge? Uh, my current business challenge is one word, it's perfectionism. Yeah, mm. I'm sure you know this challenge. I know this challenge, but how does this present itself in your daily life? It keeps me from working very efficient. I always tend to overdo to set up things uh, so professional that I uh, have to prepare things that should need half an hour uh, that longs for two hours or something like that. So I tend to overdo mm. and that is holding me back in my daily business. Yeah. Do you feel that you promise that you deliver something in a certain time and then you need a lot more time than you thought? On the one hand, yes. And on the other hand, I always want to do it very professional. And as I am a graphic designer, if it doesn't look good, I'm not satisfied with it. And I don't want to give things out that I'm not satisfied with. Yeah, yeah. Perfectionism is a big problem, especially women have this a lot. I have this too, but there are ways to deal with this. Often one way for me is just to have deadlines and I only start to prepare, let's say for a webinar. Of course, I've done a lot of webinars, so now it takes me a lot less time to prepare. I force myself 
to not have more than two hours to prepare for a webinar. Okay, that's a short time. Yes, I can deal with it and it always works out. And sometimes I'm editing my slides five minutes before I start, but they're always ready. Okay. So there must be something about that, you know, what if I had four hours? I would also use four hours. What if I had six hours? I would also use six hours. So that's one way of looking at it as that, okay, you just give yourself a fixed time and then you have to send it off to a client or you have to publicly do a Facebook Live or a webinar and then you just don't have more time. So you can't make it perfect and nobody cares because nobody cares about it being perfect except you. Mm, I've tried to set deadlines and I have to say this also worked for me. But not all the time. Sometimes I start to re-edit after this deadline. Yes, you go back, you go back. So when you're a perfectionist, coming up with logic doesn't help so much, but I'm still going to bring up some logic here. You know that 20% of our effort is responsible for 80% of the outcome. So let's say you earn 100,000 of something, whatever, dollars, euro, and 20% of your time results in 80% of that revenue. This is proven, you know, in all kinds of statistics that this is normally the case. That you can also relate this back to typically 20% of your clients are responsible for 80% of your income. Or 20% of your products are responsible for 80% of income. Now, of course, in online business, if you have sell a lot of low-priced products, this formula will not work anymore. But in a higher-end coaching, consulting, website design business, typically this works too. I used to run a website company, so I think I know what I'm talking about too. <laughs> so that extra time you spend does not result in any extra revenue. Mm-hmm. So logically, I know this formula. and So logically, you know that this is basically a waste of your time. Yes, I know that. Logically. Yeah. but Logically, logically. And feelings bias. Yes, there is yeah. coming a lot of yeah. feeling up and yeah, then I'm totally into this thing. We may not be able to solve perfectionism in one coaching call like this, but a quote from uh, Elizabeth Gilbert comes to my mind. Perfectionism is just procrastination in good shoes. Oh, that's a nice one. Yes. So perfectionism, you are actually procrastinating. You're not perfecting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you're spending that extra time to do that design or extra time to make something, and I'm not saying like we don't want to do bad work. We are talking about this unnecessary extra time for the perfection. Start to think about what could you be procrastinating on? Is there another project that you don't want to start? Is there something else that you don't want to do in your life or business and you are Saying to yourself, I need to sit down and make this nicer and prettier and better. But actually, if you really look at it, you're supposed to be doing something mm -hmm. else. Mm -hmm. So when I think about it, it's more in the direction of, will this be successful? 
if we talk about a project I'm working on and I think I'm procrastinating the release date. So if I don't release it, I won't fail. I think it's more in this direction. Mm, good stuff. Good stuff. Seth Godin, I have another <laughs> quote. <laughs> Quotes help a lot. If you're shipping a perfect product, you're shipping too late. Okay. That's Seth Godin. That makes sense too. So if you were a software company and you are in a fast-paced market and there's a lot of competition and you're bringing out software, basically the message is having a few bugs in it before you ship it, it's better than having an absolutely perfect product because there isn't a perfect software. I have developed software myself. And if you wanted to make sure there is not a single bug in a software, it's going to cost you, let's go back to the 2080 rule. It's going to cost you 80% of your money that you probably don't have anymore if you're a software company because you spent it all. But it took you 20% to develop the software. It was working fine. Most things worked. And then you're going to spend 80% fixing some bugs. And some of them might never be found by the client. They may never disturb anything. Okay. So coming to your design... It's the same thing. If you are making it perfect, you're shipping too late. Whether it's the deadline actually overdue, it's just you're spending too much time on it. Mm, yes, I think that's the point. Yeah, and your client doesn't care. It's only you. So what is about your, we call it in psychology, the ego? You know, you're brushing your own ego. You're saying... <gasps> I'm feeling very proud of this now because you've perfected it. You've really done your best. But the client paying, they don't care. For them, 80% or 90% was just more than enough. Mm. So basically, this ends up you getting paid less if you look at the hourly rate. So when you work on a project, and I know this from having run a website company, we budget certain hours for design, certain for setup, like we, or, and if you're just a graphic designer, just the design itself, we budget certain hours. And of course it's art. So sometimes the hours will work out, sometimes not. But if it's always going to be 20% more than we budget, we actually go into the risk of running a, a losing business and going bankrupt versus treating this as a business. So what if you would hire someone to do your work? Would you hold them to that same high standard as you hold yourself? Or would you be able to lower it? Let's say just 5%. Just make it I think good enough. I would be able to lower it. I also already tried this. And yeah, I give some input then. And then I'm satisfied with the outcome. Even if I had done it a bit uh, yeah. more or on another way. Yeah. There's always something. I know with web design or graphic, it's just like, I studied architecture, so I know it's like, it's really your pride and the house is going to stand there and, you know, you want to do your best. And I have a friend, she is a total perfectionist, but also always undercharging and doesn't have a thriving business versus some other architect who says, okay, that's good enough. The client is happy, but I don't need to brush my ego. 
It's about the client instead it of about you. And I find it hard to find out this stage where the client is satisfied and where I overdo this. Yeah. I think it works with a time limit or something like, okay, you say, oh, there's a few things to do. I'm going to give myself 30 minutes to work on this. And then it's off. And then mm. it's off. Mm. Really. The same thing with my podcast. You know, I really want every podcast episode to be fantastic. I want the quality to be good. I want to be great interviews. I've had to re-record two interviews that where the sound was really crappy or it didn't work out the recording. Of course, you do that. But there are episodes that are better. And there are episodes that are not like perfect. Do I go back and redo them? I sometimes yeah. think I will. But then I wait a few days and then I don't because it's gone. And uh, if I really think about it, you know, if I'm more strict with myself, I'm like, it wasn't that bad. I really don't have to redo it. You know what I mean? It was just in that moment where I felt like, oh, I, I could have structured my thoughts better. Da, da, da. And of course, my first podcast episode, I re-recorded two, three times, but that's normal. You're doing something new, but then you get into the habit and you are an experienced designer, right? You know approximately how long you need to design a website or a page. You know that you need a certain number of hours. Yeah? And then you have to have a hard stop. So now, for instance, when I have a solo show on my podcast episode, I know I need approximately an hour. It takes me just 20, 25 minutes to record the show, but it takes me another half an hour to come up with a topic, to make notes and in case I wanted to record it twice, I have that slot, but it's an hour instead of two. So I force myself. And the funny thing is I have maybe a coaching call coming up and one minute before the coaching call starts, okay. I am finished with my recording. Now, isn't that interesting? Is, yeah. I find it fascinating that you actually can be very creative. You know, I'm under pressure and I'm speaking here on audio. I cannot speak faster than I speak. And I have to get my point across and I have to be happy with my episode. And I still can do it in that fixed time. And if I have more time, I just take more time. Yeah, if you know how long you need for a design, you have to force yourself. Then you send it off to the client and you say to the client, here's what we have. This is version one. What do you like? Like give them an opportunity for revision. Typically for in design projects, there are two revisions. Yeah. And let them give you feedback, you know, be happy enough with I, it. I know the process with the revision process. The thing is, uh, mostly my first draft is perfect, nearly too perfect already. So I really have to force myself to not spend too much time with this first draft. Yes. I know both as a client and as a provider in website design is that often people don't know what they want until they see it. So if you perfect it up front, I'm like, hmm, what should I say about this? Oh, this looks good. And maybe that's a lucky thing. You're all happy. But if you go too far and perfect it before you send it off, you may not be going the direction I want to go. And then I will send it back. And then you are ending up wasting your time versus you have an idea Maybe you go 80% of the idea that you want to go, 
hey, this is a first draft. This is not finished. I just wanted you to have a look. Is this the direction you want to go? And then the client says, oh, I'm loving it. Please continue. And then mm -hmm. you finalize it. I think that would work. Could yes. that work? That would work. <laughs> yes, that would work. That would be one step. And then the blocks of time. That's absolutely one I suggest to you. Blocks of time and just not give yourself extra time. And then think about the ego. You can Google it, the ego. There are many things that we are doing in our life and business. We think we're doing them for someone else, but actually we are doing it for our ego. Now your ego doesn't pay you. That's right. Yeah. And if you want to have a successful business where people, happy clients, your ego has to learn to deal with not being fulfilled all the time in terms of <gasps> every design I make is perfect. Did you know that the Amish people, they make this, uh, what are these blankets called where you... Oh, something like together. a patchwork. Patchwork, right. They have patchwork blankets like to put on your bed. And my parents went to this area where the Amish people are in the United States. And because I had been doing patchwork, my mom had been doing patchwork. I don't do it anymore, but I used to. And of course, we wanted ours to be perfect. Like, I would be the one also to redo something if it wasn't perfect. So I know what you're talking about. But the Amish people, there was always an error. And my mother was like, isn't this wrong here? Like, this square here doesn't fit to the rest of the colors or this looks off. And they said, well, only God is perfect. So you don't have to believe in God. It has nothing to do with religion, but the message is more like, we are not perfect. So why are you trying to be? That's a good thing. And also one story came up to my mind. I think that's also the source or one source of my perfectionism. I've worked as a wine label designer for two years. So I designed the labels for wine bottles. And there I already have to mm -hmm. rethink the whole production process in terms of refinement. So before I started to design or during the design process, I already had to know, is this possible? Is it possible to produce this thing as I thought it would look? Mm, and yeah. I think I took this process into my current business. Yes. There will be fields of businesses, like let's say if you're a doctor, I hope you are a perfectionist, uh, you know, a dentist and things like that. But we cannot bring everything into another business. And I think that's good insight that you have there, that maybe you're taking these delicate, these precise things into something that doesn't need it. Yeah. Great. So what are your next steps? So I think I already have some next steps. For sure, make better time planning or better to say to have a strict timeline. Yeah, strict timeline and also sending your clients maybe almost finished design where you feel it's almost finished. You haven't perfected it yet. And maybe that you say, perfect, that's exactly what I want. And then <gasps> you don't need to add those 10 or 20% of your time into it. 
that is a good idea and I will do that because you're so right. I don't know which state of the design the client will see as perfect. So I cannot make the decision for them. No, the key is to make them happy and think less about it's being perfect for you. Mm. Yeah, that's great. So Romana, I'm excited to hear how this goes. You will report back into Samba and of course into Momentum next year, how you can a little bit less perfectionistic and you can then build a more successful business. I'm sure your great strategies and tips will help and I will write a big note, <laughs> put it in front of my desk and yeah, I think... I will get to the point and this will be yes. very effective and useful. So thank you very much for this thank you for very being good on the advice. <laughs> thank you, Romana. Thank you. Do you want to really live your passion? Find your passion and the right business idea with my video series. You can sign up for free by going to signal.com forward slash 116. Thank you for listening to The Signal Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share, subscribe and give the show a review on iTunes. See you in the next episode.